0: So if you'd like to support me and the show, head to patreon.com slash show, and for as little as five bucks a month, you can define yourself as more than just a fan. You'll be an official member of the Legion. Hope to see you there. Swimsuit? Check.
1: Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. The universe is once again on the line. An evil presence has destroyed all the heroes across multiple multiverses. Only the two mightiest heroes remain. On one side, the Saiyan warrior known as Goku. On the other, the son of Krypton, Superman. They square off in what remains of a city, and today's battle will determine who can save the universe for the last time ever. It's Kakarot versus Kal-El. It's Earth's mightiest warrior versus the man of steel. It's Goku versus Superman today on
0: Who would win? Welcome to another episode of Who Would Win, a show that completely ignores anything important happening in the world and instead focuses on a fictional battle between two characters from the worlds of comics, sci-fi, and fantasy. I'm your host, James Gabsey, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ray Sicanis. Ray, I gotta tell you, I think you already kind of know this, out of all the matches that our fans have been asking for, the one that gets brought up the most all the time is... You versus me in a who would win matchup. The, that is second most, that is the second most demanded match of all time, obviously, is Goku versus Superman. We've been highly resistant to doing this, <laughs> this matchup. Yeah. Before we say why we're doing it, just, just, would you like to explain why we're so resistant in the first place?
1: Look, you say we're highly resistant. Yeah, that's putting it mildly. We're resistant in the same way Iceman is resistant to being an Omega-level mutant. He's what? not. So, my point is, this is not a thing we wanted to ever do. When I came on board, this was on my short list of matches I said we should never do on the show. True. Come Showdown September, and this is the fifth and deciding battle of Showdown September. Funny how that works out. Superman versus Goku. Look, people at home. You knew it was going to happen. We don't announce we're doing the most popular versus battles of all time and not do Superman versus Goku. Are you out of your mind? This is the one. Literally, you you type in the word Goku, and in the top five Google searches, it is can Goku beat Superman?
0: <laughs> like it's the answer, literally the it's everywhere. And the answer is clearly no. And I'll oh, show that in today's it, episode. Dude. Yeah, we're going to prove. Look, it. you know, he, here's the deal. We, we we went to the production team for who would win, and they're saying, listen, you guys haven't done these traditional matchups. Just try it and see how it goes. And Ray, I, it's so funny because you said it on your own. I said it on my own, but we kind of communicated the same thing separately. If Ray and I are gonna do these matchups. Look, we don't agree on a whole lot. We really don't, but we did agree on this. If we're gonna do these matchups, we're gonna do them our style, the who would win style. When we did Green Arrow versus Hawkeye, for example, oh no, 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 we didn't use traditional characters. We used Arrow from the TV series. The most powerful version of Green Arrow versus Hawkeye from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oddly enough, the weakest version of all the Hawkeyes. I may have miscalculated that matchup. The point is, we're definitely it. doing our own style, our own version of these classic, very often discussed who would win uh, or you know matchups like Goku versus Superman. Ray, by the way, this particular matchup has been so highly debated, so hotly debated, it's actually caused a lot of turmoil online. Did you know about that? Oh, of course
1: I know about that, please. The people go nuts for this battle. Like when you talk about a who would win style fight, literally this is the first one anybody ever talks about. And I'm happy to put it to to rest. I'm happy to put it to bed for the last time so we could never have to talk about it ever again.
0: All right, look, so we've got access to amazing people, amazing celebrities, amazing actors, amazing personalities who are coming out of the woodwork to be judges. But we said we need someone very much in particular. We need someone who it can has been in something, has done work where they're part of a universe that can actually be somewhat neutral. So we found someone who's been in uh, you know, uh, a really great film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So making their first appearance on the Who Would Win show. It's the voice of Barney from Netflix's newest animated series, Dead India. It's Zach from Spider-Man Far From Home. It's the one and only Zach Barrick. Zach, thank you so much for coming on to Who Would Win.
3: Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm psyched.
0: You know, we're super happy you're here, Zach. uh, You know, I saw, uh, I told you before the show, an animated, uh, one of the shorts for Did any of the series. It's pretty insane. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty dark comedy style, which just makes it very insanely awesome. Can you tell us about your character and tell us about that show?
3: So the, the, the show itself will actually be a little more geared towards the younger audience, which I love because I think it's, I think using hauntings and demons to discuss the trials and tribulations of being a teen... Um, is essential, and being a teen is terrible, and so it's going to be hopefully, um, you know, a, a bright spot for for people who are you know t- discussing and dealing with identity and 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 also being haunted. And I think that Venn diagram is quite large these days, so um, you know, all the all the haunted folks going through their uh, existential crises can ha- can have something to look to that represents them. So um, I'm no, really wait, really so excited. It-
1: is being a teenager still terrible? Because it was terrible when we were teenagers. I just assume that the world would have figured it out by now.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a few years out now, but uh, I, the fact that I have some blacked out gaps makes me think. Uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, 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 and, and it's funny, like all of us have our different stories to tell from all of our various different backgrounds. And I gotta tell you, using demons and ghosts. As, as as different as that is, it's actually sounding very appropriate when discussing, you know, what people go through in in whatever their various uh, stories are as teenagers. So it, it again, it's comedy, it's fun, it's animation. I'm into it 100%. And I'm really not that smart anyway. So when you <laughs> say it's geared towards kids, I think I'm going to be a huge fan of that show.
3: Yeah. Yeah. and I, And I'm so excited. And I know it comes out in 2020, but that's... The extent of what I've been told by, uh, <laughs> by, the, by, <laughs> by Mr. Netflix. So, um, well,
0: this is good. Okay, so I, I, I gotta ask you. You know, um, we use sometimes in these battles some characters that are pretty obscure. Um, have you heard of either of these characters? Have you heard of Goku or Dragon Ball Z, or have you heard of Superman? Again, obscure characters that we just decided to put together in a battle.
3: Yes, I, I had to do quite a bit of research to find out who. Uh, Sup- superman is how it's pronounced i believe i believe Superman so. it, it, it could be superman or yeah yeah Su- 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 superman east of the mississippi and superman west of the west, mississippi is that southern. is correct um <laughs> you got it uh, they yeah no i know i know i know superman um i've seen a couple iterations um and goku you know i'm actually very neutral on both characters um because if i was gonna have any feelings towards any of them it would have been goku But I have a simultaneous adoration and resentment because my brothers have taken their debates about Dragon Ball Z well into their late 20s in a way that has perturbed many a family dinner. So um, (laughs) I'm excited to hear people who aren't
0: related to me discuss it. Listen, I'm slightly past my late 20s. And all I can say is that these discussions still go on in my household. And uh, my wife, my parents, my brothers are uh, just so happy when they, you know, look, here's the deal. We could talk about politics. We could talk about the other ills that affect the world right now. Or we can get into it about, you know, Goku and why he always seems to get into fights with Frieza. I personally like that discussion a lot more.
3: If I'm going to be estranged from my family, I want it to be rooted in anime and or animation.
0: (laughs) I think that's brilliant, I think that's brilliant. So we have someone from the Marvel, I'm just gonna say you're from you're representing Marvel right now, <laughs> and I think it's great that we have Marvel who's kind of judging a battle between DC and anime, especially with Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, GT, we kind of mentioned that, and Super, uh, Dragon Ball Z, of course. Um, I don't think we could have had a better judge for this battle, and this possible, Zach, by the way, no pressure, but this is possibly the biggest battle we've ever had on the show, ever in the history of what we've ever had for the show. So um, good luck with that.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, sounds really chill, super, super chill. Uh, super, I'm cool, yeah, no I'm, fresh, cool. I'm again, fine. It's It'll all good, cool. no
0: pressure. Whatever happens, happens. No <laughs> one will be hurt or upset when you pick Superman. It's all good. So uh, with that said, Ray, it's about that dime. Please do us the honors and announce today's matchup. Representing the world of anime, the
1: alien who isn't trying to hurt your feelings... He's just saying, Goku. And representing DC Comics, the man that idiots have been mistaking for both a bird and a plane for 82 years, Superman.
0: I typically say, well done, Ray. Not not this time. But it's anyway, extra deserved so,
1: this time. I understand. It, it's,
0: it's Totally. Um, all right, listen. Before we go any further, let's go over the new and improved official rules of a Who Would Win match. Now, rule number one, each debater will make three points. Rule number two, the Who Would Win match is a random encounter in a neutral location with no prior knowledge of the opponent or time to prepare for the fight. Rule number three, the debater must stay within the confines of the character's personality, and the exact version of that character has to be specifically stated. Now, Ray, you're representing Goku. Are you doing the anime version or the manga version you got to use the anime version.
1: Look, I'm assuming you're using the comic book version. I'm going to use the anime version. It's really sort of uh, the anime and the manga were similar for a while and then veered uh, apart a little bit uh, as the stories go and as the characterization of Goku goes. And I find myself a lot uh, better off with the more heroic side of Goku in the anime series as opposed to the more self-centered side of Goku in the manga series. So I'm going to be using the anime uh, series. Uh, Also, I just know more about that than I do the manga. So uh, I'm just doing myself a favor and going with the one I'm more familiar with.
0: Very cool. I'm actually going to surprise you. The My favorite version of Superman is actually because I love Batman, the animated series, Is Superman from the animated series, and then Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Did some crazy powerful feats. Flies super fast. I mean, this is the ultimate Superman. Go on. Uh, that, yeah, that's why I'm going to use Superman from the uh, current DC Comics line because he's way more powerful than uh, that version of Superman. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Surprise, I assumed that
1: you were going to use the one from the Superman 64 video game who flew through all those rings. I felt like you were just going to point 1, 2, and 3B. He flew through rings. And I was really like looking forward to this battle because that wouldn't have been a very good strategy at all.
0: Ray, can you fly through rings? I cannot. Well, there you go. <laughs> I guess uh, we know who would win that fight. All right, rule number five. The winner of the debate is whomever the judge decides is the best case for defeating their opponent by death submission or battlefield removal rule number six the judge is the final arbiter and can disallow or veto any point they feel violates these rules or establish logic feel free to check out the official rules on our website whowoodwinshow.com
1: we have a new sponsor for who would win and i think y'all might enjoy this one it is marvel strike force Marvel Strike Force is a mobile game that taps into everything we all love about Marvel Comics. You get to pick a squad of your favorite Marvel heroes, you know, and villains, let's keep it real, and team them up to fight big bads like Doctor Doom and, of course, save the universe. Your goal in Marvel Strike Force is to power up your characters and compete PvP against other players in multiple different modes. And you know I'm not telling you all about this empty-handed, because if you're a new user and sign up with our promo code, MAXPOOL, M-A-X-P-O-O-L, you're gonna get hooked up with all kinds of free stuff to get you started the right way. Let's face facts. You love Marvel, you love gaming, and you got a phone. So take a sec and check out Marvel Strike Force using the link in the description of this episode, ideally, and use our promo code MAXPOOL and get the whole Who Would Win Show hookup. Thanks again to Marvel Strike Force, and thanks to me for this great read. Good job, me.
0: And now let's get to the tail of the tape for both of our combatants. Today's tale of the tape is brought to you by the official Who Would Win store. Get your official Who Would Win t-shirts, mugs, and merchandise by going to whowouldwinshow.com and clicking on the merch section. By the way, just to let all of our audience know, today's episode is also kind of sponsored by Rideshare, Digital Sky's newest audio podcast series, also a motion comic on YouTube. Go to Digital Sky on YouTube to check it out to celebrate the release of their new series. We're on episode two this week. We're actually giving away an Xbox and a PlayStation. It's wow. crazy. Yeah, all you got to do, go check out Digital Sky's website or go to Twitter or Instagram. You'll see they've got the link in their uh, bios. Click on that link. Follow the instructions to enter the giveaway. It doesn't cost a dime. Get yourself that PlayStation. Get yourself that Xbox. Subscribe to all the stuff that's Digital Sky and who would win. And uh, you know just be a winner on top of a winner is all I'm saying. All right, now with that being said, Ray, please give us the details on Goku. Goku is a super powerful alien who
1: avoided the destruction of his home planet and now resides on Earth. Sound familiar? He first appeared in the first Dragon Ball chapter, Bulma and Son Goku, back in 1984. Goku was created by Akira Toriyama, uh, also creator of Dragon Quest XI, for all you kids at home, and is widely considered the most powerful and popular anime character of all time. Originally seen as a little kid with a monkey tail, Goku has gone on adventure after universe-shattering adventure. Not only is Goku a constantly training martial artist with super strength, speed, and durability, he also uses ki energy to do any number of superpowered things from telekinesis to energy blasts. Goku is always searching out the strongest opponents in the universe to fight them, and often in doing so helps a lot of people. However, helping others is not necessarily his first objective during a fight. Fun fact, Goku is so popular that in Japan, they actually gave him his own holiday to celebrate. Yes, the Japan Anniversary Association announced that May 9th is officially Goku Day. The reason they chose May 9th is because the symbols used for the numbers 5 and 9, May 9th, can be read as Go and Ku. Huh. You might be popular, but you'll never be given your own holiday in Japan popular.
0: And that is Goku. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, Here are the details for Superman. Superman debuted in Action Comics number 1 in 1938 and was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster. Superman is known for being really the first superhero of popular culture. Born on the doomed planet Krypton, Superman, also known as Kal-El, escaped its destruction as an infant thanks to his father Jor-El, sending him to Earth. Once there, the Earth's lower gravity and yellow sun gave Kal-El his incredible superpowers. His adoptive parents, Martha and Jonathan Kent, gave baby Kal-El the name Clark Kent and raised him with good old-fashioned Midwestern values, helping to mold him into the upstanding and morally virtuous person he is today. It felt kind of weird saying that. For most of his existence, Superman's famous arsenal of powers has included flight, super strength and vulnerability, super speed, vision powers like x-ray vision, heat vision, etc., and super hearing, super intelligence, super breath. Listen, I could read all of Superman's powers, but we kind of already are... Already familiar with them. Here's an interesting fact about Superman. Did you know that there are many ways in which Superman hides his secret identity? It's true. Clark Kent's glasses are not the only part of his disguise. It's also been explained in comics that Superman changes his body language, deepens his voice, vibrates at super speed so cameras can't record him, and that he has a completely different personality from that of Clark Kent's. It has also been stated, and this is kind of the cool thing, that since Superman doesn't wear a mask, many people don't even know that Superman even has a secret identity, as it looks like he has nothing to hide from anyone in the first place. And now you have the facts on both opponents. Zach, do you have any questions before we get started?
3: No. I Can I unhear Ray's pun about Super Saiyans?
0: <laughs> I, that we, we, luckily, Superman can go back in time and undo that, and uh, that's a thing.
3: I guess I guess that's I guess I'm I guess I'm all set otherwise. I'll take it. Gotcha. Point for Superman. I'm in the lead. Thank you very <laughs> much.
0: All right, Ray, go ahead and hit us with your point number 1. Point number one, let's just talk about the basic attributes
1: of Goku. So we're going to start the baseline of why Goku is absolutely insane because very basic Goku is a superhero of one of the highest regards before we even start talking about powers and accomplishments and forms, okay? So let's just begin. He is insanely strong. He has. He's one of the strongest uh, characters of all time, basically. I know Superman's got a strength thing going for him as well. But Goku has a level of strength that is absolutely ridiculous. When it talks about the damage output ability of Goku, it's just referred to simply as universal. One punch from Goku can disrupt an entire universe. Look, I know Superman's got some great feats. I know he can dodge a speeding bullet. I know he can potentially jump over a building or something as the the sayings go. But Goku can punch you and have the universe explode. That's sort of a big deal as a starting point. Let's talk a little bit about the speed of Goku as well, because that is very, very important. Uh, His speed is, uh, first off, he can move at hypersonic speed. Hypersonic speed, which means, you know, he approaches some of the greatest speedsters in all of the comic book universe. In fact, he can move so fast in combat that he's completely untrackable. People like with the highest senses in the world can't follow where he's going because he's moving so fast. In fact, he can move so fast. He gives off the illusion of he is teleporting. People think he is teleporting around the battlefield. No, he's just going from point A to point B with such an insane amount of speed that people can't see him even get there, and that that's not even talking about uh, uh, his his ability of instant transmission, which I'll get to a little bit later. But he literally can also teleport, basically wherever the heck he wants to all the time. Look, Superman is fast, Superman is strong. Goku just does it at a level far far above. Um, he also like, and, and I know what I know. A point that James is going to bring up because I would bring it up. And uh, there was a time Goku got shot, and he got shot with an actual gun, and he got hurt by that bullet. That is that is a rough thing to have happen. Now you have to understand when that went down, Goku had let his guard down and let his key down, and he was in a non-combative situation. So he kind of got caught by surprise. He does, he's not one of these characters who has his like energy fighting spirit up twenty-four-seven because he has to bring himself to that point. Now he could bring himself to that point very very quickly. But I, to get ahead of James talking about how that one time he got shot early on in his story, I'm just going to go ahead and get in front of that right now. That is not something that would happen to the Goku of today ever. You know, he's defeated characters like Piccolo. He's defeated the characters of uh, Broly, Frieza, Cell, you name it. He's defeated all of these massive characters, Majin Buu. Uh, as every single saga of Dragon Ball goes for, for, forwards, he fights ridiculously higher and higher level powers, which thankfully for the Saiyans, every time they have a battle they get stronger after that battle. So after this number of adventures, his power level is through the roof. How powerful? Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit of a future point. Uh, one of the other things that I want to talk about, two more things. He is a genius as far as tactics go. He's known for being able to defeat characters even above his own impressive weight class because he can on the fly come up with a with a fighting a. Uh, uh, power fighting ability fighting tactics to get over on that person uh, when he's in the middle of fighting them and so superman not known as being a very uh, uh, he's not a great fighter and i know james is going to lie and say something different than that but he wins through being stronger and faster than the people around him he doesn't win through technique whereas goku is a master martial artist who is always training he is when he's not eating or sleeping he's training Or fighting. That's all Goku does. That is all Goku does. Goku doesn't go out, you know, and enjoy the cinema. Goku is training in ridiculously heavy outfits that sink into the earth when he puts them down because they are so ungodly uh, uh, heavy. One's a martial artist with insane powers. The other is just, you know, a guy with some special powers. One's good at fighting. The other wins fights despite not being good at fighting. When these two meet head to head, it's easy to see how Goku wins this, and that's my point number one.
0: So much—I'm going to use a word from Ray's Takina. So much nonsense there. And by <laughs> the way, as a as a Dragon Ball fan, Dragon Ball Z fan, and, and a fan of Goku and what have you, Zach, how insulted are you by some of these points that
3: Ray has made right now? I have very to insulted. Say. I agree. Go ahead. Yeah. No, Everything mortified. I said was true. How dare oh. you? How dare you? <laughs> mortified. Uh... I don't know. I, I I think there's real. I think there's real notes to be taken on the growing part. You know, the Goku that's of right. today versus the Goku of the past. That's an important note. You know, he's woke now. He's, he's that's different. true.
0: That's true. He's that is Actually, that is out of everything. Thank, Thankfully, Zach is here on your behalf, <laughs> Ray, to to help illustrate the greatness of Goku. By the way, I'm a monster Goku fan in Dragon Ball Z. You know, when my son was born, the first, you know, after when he was like two or three, the first anime I introduced him to was, uh, you know, Dragon Ball Z with, uh, you know, and, and we both were like, oh, Goku's awesome. So I hate what I'm about to do, but I got to do it. First of all, Ray... I, I like how you define Superman as saying he has a strength thing going on. So mm-hmm. let, let's that's talk accurate. about yeah, that, you know that's not untrue. He does have a strength thing going on. How strong is Goku? Are there examples of him using his insane strength? I mean, what what's where does he demonstrate? that kind of like immeasurable strength you're talking about. Sure,
1: he demonstrates it mostly in combat against universe-shattering opponents where he's able to damage them through his various physical and energy-based attacks. And and let's face it, you know, uh, we talk about early Vegeta was able to blow up an entire planet with one energy blast, and that was like early, 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 like five seasons ago, Vegeta. So they've gone way beyond that power level right now, and I can only assume that if Vegeta could, could accomplish something, Goku could also Accomplish
0: it. Gotcha. So has he moved the planet? Has he done anything like that? Like push? They something? blow up planets.
1: They gotcha. move them
0: by turning them to dust. So so he doesn't actually move them. He's got energy-based attack. Okay. Gotcha. Um, hypersonic speeds. Um, what is a hypersonic speed? What is that like n- miles per hour? Is that like you
1: are asking me to do math right now, James? I count I am, I on you know, for that. I
3: know. Okay. To I be fair, I was unfair. also wondering if there was a baseline definition for hypersonic. I do hypersonics
0: typically like multiple times of the speed of sound. I believe so. Okay. Let's say it's ten times the speed of sound. Let's give him that. That's actually okay. really really so seven thousand miles per hour. That's pretty insane. I mean, um, look, he's gone across the way, an entire universe in like thirty seconds before through flying. So he's very very fast. <laughs> I, I don't know what version of Dragon Ball Super. Or Dragon Ball Z, Ray has been watching. I have not seen that, but that's okay. Um, By the way, Goku, I don't think did he did not defeat Cell the first time anyway. And uh, wasn't when Goku got shot? I do think I kind of remember that. Wasn't he Super Saiyan Blue, which is like several levels above regular Super Saiyan because his hair was blue. Okay, he gotcha. had his,
1: The whole point is he had his guard down and he didn't have his energy up, so all, sure. all bets were off.
0: Yeah, that's that's what happens. It's, like, it's
1: like catching Tony Stark out of the Iron Man outfit. You're going to say, oh, Iron Man's not that good. Tony Stark can get shot when he's not
0: in the armor. Gotcha. Well, yeah, yeah. but
1: he's going to be in the armor for this battle, so it doesn't really apply.
0: Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, that's right, because typically his energy is low when his hair is blue, which is a higher level than gold. I, I got it. Totally see. Okay, moving on. Point number one. Let me talk about something very, very much uh, in the know from all fans of this type of battle. There's power and then there's power. And we all know Superman's crazy powerful and one of the most powerful cra- characters ever created. But look, over the past 80 years, there have been a lot of Superman-like uh, characters developed in different comic book universes. You know, there's Hyperion and Marvel Comics. I think there's the Plutonian and different things. You know, lots of different versions of Superman-like beings. So as a result, DC Comics decided to separate Superman from the others by displaying, displaying sorry, just how powerful he really is. So for example, he's so strong, I mentioned this before, that he can move the planet Earth. Ray, do you know how much the planet Earth weighs?
1: Uh, well, it's in space where there is no gravity, so I would assume it's nothing.
0: That's right, Ray. It weighs a lot. Now, he's supposedly strong enough to lift 6.6 quintillion tons. That's 6.6 followed by 17 zeros worth of tons. That's a lot of strength, right? Just putting that out there. His cold breath is colder and much more powerful than Mr. Freeze's freeze ray. His heat vision can be used to blow apart a planet-sized asteroid or to surgically remove a small gland in an opponent, thereby robbing them of their powers when he uses it with his X-ray vision. Uh, by the way, his X-ray vision is so strong that it enables him to detect nuclear fusion between hydrogen and helium molecules when he uses it to look up at the, at, at the sun. He just like, oh, look, there's those molecules are doing the fusion thing. He's so durable that he He can tank getting hit by a star destroying blast of energy, not just planet destroying, but star destroying. Surviving in space, you know that thing Goku can't do? Yeah, not a problem for Superman. Uh, Not really. How hard does he hit, by the way, Ray? So he's theorized to be able to hit with the force of 10 octillion megatons. Keep in mind, keep in mind, that the strongest nuclear or hydrogen bomb detonated, the bombs that are detonated, I think they're somewhere in the 50 megaton range, right? So where he really stands out from Goku, you're gonna laugh at this, but it's so true, it's his speed. So I know Goku's you know known for being one of the fastest beings in the extended Dragon Ball universe, I get it. But as fast as Goku is, he's not in the same class as the Flash. Uh, Superman is in the same class as the Flash. So, Superman's fast enough to take on an opponent like Doomsday, hit him 4,000 times in three comic panels before he's hit by Doomsday even once. Three comic book panels, by the way, are the equivalent of like two seconds. Now, on top of that, Superman's fast enough to run on what's called the time treadmill. And this is a device the Flash uses to travel back in time by running faster than the speed of light in order to power it. Uh, Superman can fly to the sun and back in seconds as he's been, and no joke, he's been calculated to fly at 800 times the speed of light. That's pretty fast. One other example of super speed while fighting, it was a character called professor zoom. This is one of Flash's main, you know, villains. Superman catches up to him from behind, meaning professor zoom, you know, again, running at full speed. Superman was behind. It stopped. And then was like, okay, I see him running. Let me catch up to him. Knocks him down with Ray, a clothesline. And professor zoom then states that Superman's speed at least rivals his own. But here's my favorite. He's able to accelerate his, his uh, perception of time with a flash so that time stops around. Remember in that X Men movie where Quicksilver is going so fast that everyone's actually stopped and there's an explosion, so he just starts grabbing everyone and tossing them out? Well, Superman can go so fast that time stops, and he can exist in that state with the Flash. They actually had a really cool scene where he and the Flash were at a diner having coffee and eating breakfast or whatever they were doing while everything else stopped. This is because Superman can react in what's called attoseconds. At the very least, when someone can think in an attosecond, they can think 1,200 times faster than a regular human being. Look, Goku, genius tactician, genius fighter. Not the quickest thinker in the world. I'm just going to put it out there. Superman can outthink him, can come up with a great strategy because his super speed is the big dominating factor in this battle. That is my point number one.
1: No, nah, that's a lot of garbage. Look, a lot of stuff you're saying is, is like pulled from like an almanac. Oh, uh, a uh, Octillion, mega, get out of here with some of that. We have never really seen him in the comic books do something that looks like that. So you're just basically imagining numbers and then putting them out there. Once you get to a certain level, it doesn't really matter anymore. Stop with your Octillion. So let's talk for a moment, a couple of things. One, Goku has something, uh, he's got a very, very fast brain because we've established that all these speedsters in order to in order to not run into things constantly you have to have a brain that can work at like the microsecond level and i have to assume both superman and goku both have that ability inside them because they move so insanely fast so they can also think insanely fast but the big thing with goku is ultra instinct which is a it's, it's a form that he takes where he literally can block sp- fast attacks without even thinking about it. He does it as a reaction. He does it as an impulse. So it really doesn't matter. Uh, they're both going to be going ridiculously fast. Like Goku can move so fast that he's teleporting. I don't know what that looks like as far as metrics go, but I know that it's as fast as Superman can handle uh, as, since he goes toe-to-toe with characters like The Flash. Um, the big thing I wanted to point at my rebuttal right now is you talk about some of the characters that Superman's going to beat. How about some of the characters that beat him? Like Doomsday. Doomsday's a very powerful character. You can't take that away. But he lost to a character named the karate kid. He lost to a character who's a kid who knows karate who beat him up with, like, seven shots and then a knife chopped to the neck. Now, he was reincarnated as Superboy at this time. Still a very, very powerful <laughs> being that shouldn't be beat by Ralph Macchio, okay? I like how
0: you, how you left that at the end. By the way, he was Superboy. and uh, th- <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, is Superboy
1: not powerful? <laughs> yeah, look, he also lost to Shazam, uh, who he established isn't as good as Captain Marvel uh, a previous week. He lost to Lex Luthor and Batman, two characters who have no powers whatsoever and should never beat the Man of Steel. But the biggest <laughs> disgrace is he lost to boxing match to Muhammad Ali later reimagined as a boxing match to this is more proof that he can't fight Muhammad Ali depowered himself and then had to rely on actual technique and Muhammad Ali and then later Harley Quinn cleaned his clock not just that he lost fights to the Joker he lost (sighs) a fight to Alfred the Butler in the Injustice series Ray, He's Ray, lost Ray, a Ray. lot of bad losses oh, on that on. resume. I don't care Ray. how, if Alfred took a superhero pill, you don't ever lose to Alfred Pennyworth, the butler of Batman, if you are
0: Superman. Gotcha. So Octillion
1: so, so, Megaton hits can't beat Alfred the butler.
0: Zach, so here's the deal. We're talking. Ray is referring to Superman from the uh, different Marvel of different DC universe, the Injustice universe, which is a separate version of characters. It, you remember Marvel, and then there was Marvel Ultimates. Right. You know, a separate. That's what he's referring. This is not the same Superman. Number two, Muhammad Ali <laughs> is the greatest <laughs> boxer of all time. Listen, I've been boxing for decades. Decades. I hate to say it because I'm old, but if I got in the ring with Muhammad Ali, as confident I am in my boxing. I don't think I'm doing any better than Superman was. And I guarantee you, I'm better trained boxer than Superman is. You don't ever say, "Well, he lost to Muhammad Ali badly." Um, of course, Goku gonna, put Goku, <laughs> depower Goku, depower Superman Goku, in, annihilates the ring annihilates with Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali <laughs> destroys he him because he's Ali. an actual
1: martial artist who knows techniques. Superman does not. That's the whole point. That's why he got his uh, blood. Kit.
0: Oh my God! So I'll, I'll disprove. Zach, do you see what I have to deal with here. This is just okay. All right, Zach, what's your, what's your take on point number one so
3: far? Okay. Listen. When you were talking about Superman, I heard there was power, and then there's also power. So I heard that. Um, I heard colder breath, hotter, hotter, uh, hotter vision, X rays that could detect. Okay, that part really got me. The nuclear fusion. So that was pretty cool. Also, I was thinking about it. And 800. 800- what was it that you said about his like his 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 hit force or whatever is it's how many? Oh, atomic his is
0: is is striking force. He's strong enough to lift 6.6 quintillion tons. Yeah. Allegedly. So Allegedly. Oh, and then he can, um, yeah, he hits like, you know, billions of times stronger than a most powerful nuclear bomb.
3: Okay. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. We've seen him get slowed down by Mr. Freeze's uh, freeze ray before. So let's not pretend that those numbers are accurate. Now. That many quintillion pounds goes right through the freeze gun is all I'm saying.
3: Now, the Karate Kid bit, though.
0: Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know who he's talking about from Legion of Superheroes? Uh, no. Okay, let me, let me, let me, very really quickly. Legion of Superheroes. He's a kid who knows karate. No, Legion <laughs> of Superheroes. He's like Cobra Kai. Think of the Justice League in the year 3000. So, there's this character that is called Karate Kid, this is a, a team of, of superheroes. Superman was part of it, Supergirl, Brainiac Five, all these different characters from the future. Everyone to get in, you had to show a different power. So, this one person came in and had super martial arts. And he has this ability to do any martial art. He's mastered every form known to man in the year 3000. And he was able to go toe-to-toe with Superman and Superboy for a short while before he's like, that's pretty much all I can do is go toe-to-toe with you. But what's impressive of that, it was his martial arts use. He is slightly above human, but it was his martial arts use that helped him to survive and deal with Superboy for a while. Superboy didn't get hurt, it's just, but it's still crazy impressive. That's who Ray Decanus was referring to, by the now, way. Now okay.
1: imagine a character okay. with an equal amount of power and that kind of martial artist ability facing him. I'm just saying.
0: That's right. He'd hit Superboy and Superboy would also not be affected. Okay. Very cool. Okay. All right.
1: Stop it. Outrageous.
3: Outrageous. <laughs> outrageous. All right. Well the other Zach, thing I to say is you made a point about yeah, him yeah, being Zach, durable. Oh no, sorry. Is that you made a point about him being durable. And that, that really spoke to me as well because who doesn't who doesn't want to be durable, right? Um so he's 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 he's, he's almost entirely durable. He's incr what we well we know his weakness, but but there's no prior knowledge so his durability right. is no, there's more There's no or less coming out. Okay.
0: Exactly. Got exactly. It. Zach, this is... This is the magnificence of Zack, by the way. And uh, your agent told us about how great (laughs) you'd be. I'm going to let them know they were right. All right, Ray, go ahead and hit us with your point number two. Look, point number two, we've talked about the core abilities of Goku and why he matches
1: up very favorably against a character like Superman who's, you know, strong, fast, durable. Goku's strong, fast, durable. Uh, Here are some examples of some of his powers and some of the ways he conducts his ki energy. Because Superman does have some powers, but Goku's powers are simply a cut above. Uh, First thing was One of the most exciting things about Goku is that he has the ability to see somebody use a power and then mimic it nearly immediately after he sees it. So if Superman goes for x-ray vision or heat vision or cold breath or any of this stuff we know Superman does, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Goku could then turn around and mimic that ability because he has done that to characters using powers on the TV show before. Um, He also can create energy shields around him, which is super important because there was one point a character named Beerus and Beerus is said to be easily able to destroy the universe. Now, I don't know how many uh, uh, octillion uh, megatons it takes to destroy the entirety of the universe, but I think it's more than whatever James said Superman can do. So Beerus is a character who looks like a hairless cat because Dragon Ball Z is awesome. And, and he's fighting against Beerus. And there was a point, there were many different points right here. One of my favorite points during one of their battles is Beerus kind of like mirrored himself. So there were like 20 Beeruses all around Goku surrounding him while they were both floating in the air and flying. And Beerus shot all of these energy blasts. Again, a character capable of easily destroying the universe had 20 doppelgangers of him all shooting energy blasts at Goku at the same time. Goku realized he was not in a position to get out of the way of that attack instead threw up an energy shield around him. Beerus naturally assumed, started flying away, being like, well, I got him, that's it. Goku flies out of that completely unharmed, in his Super Saiyan form, To deliver a punch to Beerus Almost immediately afterwards And it's like, you gotta do a little bit better than that Guy who can easily destroy The universe Don't know if I said that In fact, one of my favorite things is A whole bunch of these uh, 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 (laughs) planet-destroying Blasts A lot of them Were coming down on Goku, okay? And Goku used one of his Kamehameha uh, Blasts And was able to overcome all of them And you're familiar with the wizard duels Of Harry Potter and Voldemort Where they shoot the wands at each other or even two lightsaber battles Luke Skywalker and Vader where they clash the lightsabers and push them you know those energy attacks these are planet destroying attacks, many, many, many of them coming down on Goku, one Kami Hamiha, and he was able to wipe them all out and defeat them, okay? Not just that, he can combine these attacks, like he can use his ki energy, and he can uh, uh, essentially, what Captain Marvel does, he can put the energy into his fist, and then explode out of that fist a massive amount of energy when he punches people. Uh, you know, he defeated, uh, what, Cooler. Oh my gosh, Cooler, you know, another planet destroyer, took him out completely. One of my greatest things that I saw, uh, as far as power That specifically match up against Superman is Superman. And he did this in the injustice comics, but he's done it all the time. The heat vision in the injustice comics. He shows that if he really wants to kill somebody, he'll use the heat vision and burn a hole in their face. Sort of like what Homelander did at the end of season one of the boys. Uh, Spoiler alert. He did that to someone. (laughs) He well, Goku specifically has resistance to heat. He has a massive, massive heat resistance. So if Superman, untrained, poor-fighting Superman, attempts to shoot the heat ray, one of his go-to attacks, at Goku, Goku's just gonna eat it. He's gonna absorb that energy, and that's gonna leave Superman open for a real, real massive rude awakening in the form of either a Kamehameha or anything else uh, from that repertoire. Um, One of his favorite moves that Goku can do is that he hits you so hard, you go flying through a mountain, flying up into space, flying across the surface of the planet, and then he instant transmissioned right behind you as you're flying with his teleport skill, and he knocks you straight up down into the ground, or stops your momentum immediately, which, let's face it, if Doomsday, and the level of power that Doomsday can can, can almost rip him in half, Goku, with some of these ridiculously powerful energy attacks, can 1,000, 1,000,000%, 1 1, octillion percent defeat Superman <laughs> the same way he defeated all these other characters that I've already mentioned on the show. That's my point number two. Wow,
0: okay. There, there's a lot, I would say nonsense. I'm just gonna call it wrongness to your first of all, Goku doesn't mimic people's powers. What he can do is see, it's almost when he sees an energy based attack it's like a technique, it's like a martial arts technique. So he can mimic an energy-based attack because a lot of what he does are you know, energy-based attacks. So if someone figures out a new way to shoot a certain style of energy, like the Gatlin gun attack that Vegeta does or what Krillin does, Goku can kind of mimic that if not even do better I will give him that because it's Definitely. an energy based attack he's not duplicating Superman's invulnerability he's not duplicating Superman's uh, heat vision he's not duplicating Superman's uh, level of speed when he's thinking those are all like physical powers he's got so just I, I to kind think of you're
1: misunderstanding back. James because I think if he was to see Superman do heat vision or see Superman do the cold breath I think he could immediately figure out because of the mimicry ability that he's shown on multiple occasions he could figure out a way to use his key energy to to do something
0: very, very similar back at him if he needed to. See, the interesting part is that, you know, Krillin, uh, in the Frieza saga, I, you know, Zach, you gotta forgive me, like, uh, I'm not just a nerd on TV, I'm a nerd <laughs> in real life, too. When, when Krillin was taking on Frieza for the first time, he actually hurt Frieza, cut off part of his tail by using this really good solar flare attack, he'd create this spinning disc of, of like, energy, and he'd whip it at Frieza, it took off part of his tail, it was actually really cool, Goku's seen that attack, but he's never duplicated it against in any of his that comes back more and more. something that actually works and hurts him. Why didn't Goku use that attack? So I'm just wondering if he can mimic stuff, why wouldn't he have done that? he's got better
1: stuff. What are you talking about? He's, he, I just told you a whole bunch of stuff that he can do, and you're like, well, why did he do this thing that did this one thing to this one character? Well, because Goku <laughs> is annihilating you in 10 different other ways.
0: Yeah, all right. Let, let, let me just get to my point number two to clarify things. We're going to talk about opponents here. And, Ray, you did bring up a great list of opponents. Again, I love Goku. I love watching him beat people. Uh, by the way, he's lost a few times, too. I'll bring that up uh, pretty soon. So Unlike let's talk, Superman. Let's talk about opponents that Superman's beaten, okay? So Superman has beaten the Hulk. He's beaten him three times in three separate Marvel-DC crossover events. He's gone up against him, beaten him, and beaten him very quickly, mind you. These were not prolonged battles. These were, like, one to two pages of the comic book, and Superman wins. In another crossover event where the Avengers fought the Justice League, Superman took on and then beat Thor. Uh, talking about heavy hitters, Superman's beaten Doomsday. Doomsday is the one who beat the Justice League and Doomsday tore apart the planet and, or at least Metropolis and was crazy and Superman had to give it his all. Uh, he defeated Doomsday, went, put Doomsday into a death-like state. Superman went to a deathlike state. They both came back, but they've since battled more and Superman's pretty much won every time since then. In the DC Universe, Superman's beaten gods and so-called higher beings. When Beerus, who Ray mentioned, the god of destruction first took on Goku, he took everything Goku had and then beat Goku. At the end, Goku actually gave up because he said, "I just don't have what it takes to win." Nothing against that's a god of destruction who can destroy planets, not universes. right? nice try, uh, and that's Goku lost. Superman's beaten Darkseid. Now, by the way, Darkseid is considered to be much more powerful than Thanos, so I'll tell you why. Darkseid actually exists as one ultimate powerful being in every dimension, kind of like what you're saying about Unicron uh, reign a previous battle. So there's not just a different version of Darkseid in every universe, there's just one Darkseid so powerful that he lives in every universe at the same time. Again, I have no idea how this works, it just does. But Superman has actually physically beaten him as well. And finally, here's my favorite. He's beaten a character called the World Forger. And the World Forger is a reality warping, universe creating, and a re- a real universe destroying being. That's what he does. So in Dragon Ball Super, there's um, you know a being called Zeno, and Zeno that can create and warp realities. And Goku, even in his ultimate form, Ultra Instinct, you know the most powerful form, he knew full well he shouldn't, he couldn't beat Zeno, and shouldn't even try. So he didn't even think about doing it. Luckily, Zeno was cool, so it never got to that. Superman, on the other hand, well, not only did he take on the World Forger. But he threw through a whole bunch of stars at what was described as speed that was beyond physics. Again, I don't know what that means. It was called beyond physics. And he hit the World Forger so hard that it cracked the reality known as the sixth dimension. He punched someone so hard who creates universes, destroys universes, that he cracked a dimension. Don't know how any of this works. It just does. By the way, he knocked out the World Forger at the same time with one shot. At the end of the day, look, as impressive as the opponents are that Goku has defeated, Superman has victories over opponents that are completely different levels. That's my point number two.
1: No, and I think you're absolutely right. They are of different levels. A much lower level. Because Darkseid isn't doing what Beerus is doing. He's not even doing what Broly's doing. And Broly's not even that impressive, Uh, I mean, as far as a character goes. He could absolutely kick my butt uh, 10 days to Sunday uh, at any time that he would want to. Uh, But look, you know, you you talk about some of the great victories, of course. And I would say again, you can't lose to Alfred the Butler on Happy Juice. And, and and think that uh, that's not a huge red mark against you going forward. Look, I, I've said it before. I'm just going to go ahead and repeat something right here because I want to make sure it's understood by our esteemed judge today. Superman is a strong, fast, durable character. Goku is also an equally strong, fast, durable character. Where these two stand apart is Superman uh, essentially bodies people. He he, he he doesn't have a lot of great techniques, whereas Goku spends every minute of every day that he's not sleeping, eating, or fighting, training for the next battle. You know, Superman is fighting over his sense of justice and he's fighting over, you know, trying to save people. That's not what this fight's about. This fight's about winning a one-on-one confrontation, which is what Goku lives for, what Goku uh, has to have in his life at all times or he gets bored. And Goku is always, always working towards fights exactly like this one, where Superman is definitely not.
0: I'm sorry, I wasn't listening again. All I heard was a series of clicks and whistles. Uh, Zach, here's the deal. Ray's bringing up some interesting points. I disagree with all of them. And even though I love Goku, the reality is that Goku's fast. He's hypersonic. You know, he's got the ability to do hypersonic speed. Whereas, you know, Superman can fly at like 800 times the speed of light. You know, Goku gets shot and taken down. Superman, you know, tanks stuff that destroys stars, not just planets. But here's the reality. We're at the turning point. And this is where you, the judge, tell us who do you think is ahead and what does the other side have to do to pull out the victory?
3: Okay. So I got a little back and forth because the learning from the opponent thing got me, but then, uh, you know, James did point out that was just perceptual learning and not mimicry potentially. But then I went back because of, you know, the planet destroying and that, and that, you know, Superman's heat rays have no effect on Goku. That's a major part of his power is completely eliminated. And you went on for a bit about how strong his heat rays were. But I think right now Superman has the up a little bit. And I think if Goku's going to come back, you know, the tangible examples are helping, but, you know, and I, and I do think, I think proving the fast brain, it seems like the brain is the point where I'm really getting, I think that's going to be the deciding factor is whose brain is really fast or who has fast brain. Because right now it sounds like both have fast brain and very similar or at least comparable levels of power, levels of speed and other capacities and in different ways can, you know, block each other or one up each other. So I think, I think brain is going to be a really big part of it i have never trained so many times in a hmm. short period of time.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. I wasn't I wasn't thinking that that's where this was going, but that is that's interesting. Because, you know, look the reality is, again, I love Goku. He is I'm not gonna take it away from him, he's a he's a he's a great tactical thinker. But Superman has a little bit of something else, which I'll mention in my point number three. Ray, we're very close yet again. Go ahead. See if you can hit that home run. Hit us with your point number three.
1: Point number three. Look, I've got to talk about why specifically and the method of approach that Goku will use to defeat Superman in this battle. But first off, I do want to just point out for the speed thing, you know, James is trying to pretend like Superman's much faster than Goku. Look, Goku has been dodging lasers which move at the speed of light since he was a little kid in the first Dragon Ball series, okay? And as a little kid, Goku, compared to where he is today, uh, uh, that's in a measurable power gap between one form and the other. So uh, I, I don't want to let James try to get away with pretending Superman is demonstrably faster than Goku. It is simply not the case. Not to mention that Goku can teleport anyway. Instant transmission. Now the thing I want to bring up right here is uh, Superman doesn't really have ascended forms that I've seen, okay? Superman he likes to hold back his power most of the time and Goku also when he starts a fight likes to hold back his power. So when this thing begins, they're probably not going to be going all out right away. This is a fight that I very much expect to be much like, you know, uh, the anime with the Cell games where a Goku fights Cell for like four or five straight weeks. That's kind of how I see this battle going between Goku and Superman. Uh, they are both they both match up very, very well against each other and having a prolonged prolonged period of, of combat around them. But where, where Goku gets better is, as Goku starts ramping up his power level, he starts escalating it by degrees. You know, he starts escalating it uh, uh, by a percentile higher and higher where Superman is sort of stuck in his little window of power. So he can become Super Saiyan, we know that. Let's talk about the fact that he became many different forms of Super Saiyan. Then he became a Super Saiyan God. Superman, not a god, Superman is a superman. Yes, he's an alien, but at the same time, he is a mortal being. Whereas Goku finally ascends to Super Saiyan God. And where it gets even more ridiculous is he then ascends to Super Saiyan Blue, which is what if a Super Saiyan God then became a Super Saiyan on top of that and exponentially increased his power through the through the roof? Like you can't even you can't even comprehend the power of a living god who then takes it to a level above. You think God's pretty powerful. Now what happens? when God ascends holy crap Superman has no chance here whatsoever because Goku in the Super Saiyan Blue ability has the ability to absorb energy and absorb attacks that start coming at him and and, and this is why these attacks have absolutely no effect on him whatsoever shoot Goku one time brought a bird back to life because he was sad that it died in the middle of his battle he has ethereal level powers that Superman can only dream of This is why, and this is ultimately how this fight's going to go. Usually I'll save this for my counterpoint, but um, I don't want to this time. What is going to happen is one of the abilities using key energy that Goku has is the ability of telepathy, and he can absolutely read Superman, and if he uses his telepathy on Superman, which if this battle lasts the first week, let's just assume he's going to do so, he will be able to deduce through telepathy that Superman's kryptonite is kryptonite. Okay, not only that, what Goku has done before on the show is he's had the ability to scan universes, much less just one planet, for whatever the heck he needs to find, whether it's a person or an object. At one point, he scanned the entire universe for Vegeta on a whim because he was just hanging out one day. So when he finds out that Superman is is allergic to green rocks, he's going to be able to easily use his key energy and scan the planet Earth where they're fighting and he's going to be able to find out where kryptonite is, instantly transmission to where the kryptonite is, bring it back to the battle, because he is a master combatant, master tactician, and he will do the things it takes to win. He's going to go where the kryptonite is, he's going to bring it back, and he's going to smoke Superman. And that's my point number three.
0: Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, so you're saying, you're saying that he's going to somehow figure out Superman's weakness is kryptonite. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Figure out... Without question. Without question, and then figure out how to find it. Mm-hmm. And it won't take him very long either, because he only has to scan one planet. Got it. And he'll be... You know, here's the thing. When he scans for something, he already knows what he's looking for. Like, he knows the energy signature. So mm-hmm. if he doesn't know the energy signature of kryptonite, because it does have one. It's radiated a radiated you know rock. How is he going to find
1: it? easier to find easier to find because he'll he'll get that reading off of Superman when he uses the telepathy. He's going to learn all about kryptonite (laughs) through poking his mind a little bit. What's the one thing Superman's fighting Goku? He says, boy, I hope nobody brings kryptonite. That's how Lex Luthor and Batman, people with no powers, kick my butt. I hope this super godlike, super saiyan blue character doesn't find kryptonite. Oh, crap. Zip, zip. I have kryptonite now. I'm Goku. Uh,
0: I don't know if you can tell. uh, Ray is sponsored by Red Bull. Uh, which he, I believe he ingested 12 of them before the match. Now, here's the deal. You don't read someone's mind and say, huh, there's a thing he's scared of I know how to find it based on you don't read someone's mind and say that mind reading two, two different that, powers. That's why they work together, James. Here's the other thing. Telepaths. I don't know if you know this, right? Telepaths have a hard time reading Superman's mind because he thinks so quickly. It's almost like a jumbled mess. They can't track what he's saying. Now, you're saying that Goku, who is not known for reading minds, by the way, but let's say he can if he concentrates and focuses and da, da, da. Which is used be hard telepathy to do before in the, is, in the show. Right. And he's used it so often, by the way. That's right. He hasn't used it that often. He'll be able to do it to Superman, who thinks it's super speed. He'll be able to figure out his kryptonite, because that's what Superman's thinking about when he's fighting him, Um, fighting this guy, kryptonite. And then uh, he'll find the kryptonite by doing some type of energy signature search in the universe Mm -hmm. of something he's never felt or seen or knows how to search I'm glad we're not having to connect the dots in a weird way is what I'm saying, race to canis." No, okay. this is a very easy A-B to C combo, and it's going to defeat Superman today. First of all, I don't believe you can read, never mind spell words, never mind use the <laughs> alphabet to do an A-B-C <laughs> analogy, but that's just me. Um, okay, I, I, I'm not even going to go and debate anymore about your point number three. Uh, the one thing I will say is that, yeah, you're right, Goku can ascend to different levels. Ray, quick question, how long can he last in these ultimate ascended levels? Oh, what's fun about
1: that is, originally... Uh, so the Super Saiyan Blue uh, extra godlike level in a very short time span on it. He can only do it for a short period of time. But as Goku, the character, has progressed in Dragon Ball World, he can now do it at will for as long as he wants to. Ain't that a kick in the
0: pants? yeah that's that's so funny i agree with you we, we based off the last episode of dragon ball super we both agree he can't based off goku's own admission that he while he was taking on vegeta in a friendly fight Vegeta's like go ahead and get that uh ultra instinct form and goku's like i can't i couldn't hold it for long and it's not something i can easily do and vegeta got upset that he couldn't do it because he wanted to face some yeah. of his most at, so clearly at that
1: point afterwards clearly, he ascended again what are you talking about right now that was actually please, the
0: ending please. of the series of dragon ball super that was that was it there's nothing more to see from there all right let me get to my point number three let me address the the point that ray brought up at the beginning about how goku got shot sure enough, he was taking on frieza who's this well you know frieza well-known villain of goku very powerful opponent and as goku is standing over frieza he thinks he's defeated him or whatever uh, goku gives a signal to his one of his henchmen called uh sorbet uh, as in the ice cream-like dessert we all love. And Sorbet shot a uh, laser pistol one time at Goku, and it went through his heart out through his back, it went, or chest at least, out through his back. And that's a moment in, in in Dragon Ball history that fans have been really like, really, that happened? But it did. And what really hurt for me when I watched it was that Goku was at Super Saiyan Blue, that same level Ray was talking about. And so, maybe he wasn't paying attention, and that sucks. So, you know, if you have to pay attention to make sure that laser pistol that Frieza even said was a common ray gun as he's laughing at goku because that's what took him out if you have to pay attention to have your your energy up or build up to that level i get it but here's the thing superman already starts at a crazy high level goku starts at a strong level and takes time to get up there every time he ascends to a new level it takes him a while look to go super saiyan the first time how many episodes did we have to go through for dragon ball z they were great mind you but it took him forever to get to that level And by the way, the way he got to that level was because his friend Krillin died. Something had to trigger that event. The universe is on the line. Plants are at stake. In a fight with Superman, that's not really there. He'll be fighting Superman because he's like, I love this fight. I love this person because they're so strong. I love to see if I can beat this super powerful opponent. And that's why he's going to lose. Let me explain. So let's have a history lesson. And Again, this debate's kind of painful for me, but you know, let me just go with this. One of my favorite sagas within all of Dragon Ball it was the Dragon Ball Z, the Cell Games, right? Where Cell, who's you know part Frieza, part Piccolo, part Goku, whatever, comes together, creates this like cool tournament thing, and finally they have Goku versus Cell, and it's this amazing battle. Goku uses instant transmission, is coming a Wave, the whole thing, thinks he's defeated Cell. Cell comes back, and at the end, Goku's like, and you think just when you think the fight's about to go on, Goku says, "I give up." And Coco turns to Cell and says, I give up, you're more powerful than I am, you win. And he walks off. Now, the reason he did that is because he truly thought he wasn't going to be able to beat Cell, and also because his son Gohan, he thought that the, the best hopes in defeating Cell lied with him, and he was right. There was another time he gave up, that's when he fought Lord Beerus. So Lord Beerus, god of destruction, he can destroy planets, not the universe ray. So he's taking on Lord Beerus, he ascends up to this great, almost godlike form. They start battling, and Goku runs out of power. At the end of it, Lord Beerus is like, I'm gonna have to destroy the Earth. Goku's like, well, I gave up my best, but you know that's it. And Lord Beerus says, just say you give up. And Goku says, I give up, you're more powerful than I am, there's nothing I can do. And they went back down to Earth, Lord Beerus became his friend, and things were kind of cool. The whole point is that Goku has these higher levels, it takes him a long time to get there, and he can't hold them forever. Sure, the longer he's Super Saiyan, the more it's almost like a muscle, he can exercise that more. But when it gets to those ultimate levels, by his own admission, it's very difficult to get to and very difficult to maintain. By the way, Superman does have an ascended form. And we saw that. It first came out in what was called Superman One Million. And this is where a million months into the future, Superman now exists in the sun, okay? And he's ultimate powerful. He's like a godlike being. But what happened was that happened in the 90s. So the writer said, well, hmm, what happens if Superman charges himself up in the sun? So what's the cool part about Superman's storyline, because he can move so fast and fly so fast, is when Superman gets hurt. Or he needs to heal immediately or he needs to get supercharged beyond his regular superman levels what's he do he flies to the sun he flies through a star he can get to the sun in seconds and get back if all of a sudden goku's going ultra instant god level and getting the better of superman which i don't think is going to happen let's say it does superman flies to the sun comes back within seconds and he's supercharged how much stronger is he he's up probably about five to six times exponentially as strong as he is, or actually five to six times as strong as he normally is. So he's five to six times faster, smarter, stronger, more durable, and taking on Ultra Instinct Goku, who actually hit the top level of Superman's regular power. In the end, Goku is amazing, but he can't hold his forms for long, it takes forever for him to get to those new forms, and he has nowhere near the speed, durability, or power of Superman at regular form, Never mind the ascended form of Superman that he can obtain within seconds. That, ladies and gentlemen, is my point number three.
1: My, I almost fell asleep. That point was so long and so drawn out and frankly boring, James. I d- expect better of you. Oh, I'm sorry. Superman's ascended form that he uses all the time and we're super used to seeing much in the way Goku goes Super Saiyan like all the time. No, stop it, James. That, that's wait, a big wait, lot wait. of pretending on, on. you're wait, doing right, right. right there. I
0: guarantee you Superman has done his ascended thing in the sun about at least 10 times more than Goku has used mind-reading abilities.
1: Oh, that's fine. Absolutely. Sure. I don't know your Superman comics, you know, the way that you do. I'm just going to disagree completely right there. Now look, you're saying a lot of nonsense. I actually have to back one thing up. Because James, you called me out for something and uh, and I made a mistake and I want to call myself out for it. Uh, he does not... Okay, in the manga... Uh, I, this is a point I pulled from the manga and thought it was from the anime uh, because you were right about that. He cannot maintain Super Saiyan Blue. He can do it in the manga for extended periods of time, but that's not the version I'm arguing today, so thank you for catching me on that. What he instead does in the anime is he keeps the super saiyan god form and then like a light switch he'll flick on super saiyan blue for high impact moments and then turn it back off again right away so he may as well be going super saiyan blue because every time he hits you he's going to be hitting you with that force because he can turn it on and off like a light switch but I do it for the first time ever I've made a mistake on this show and I want to call myself out for it because you had me doubting myself uh, with your very impactful words at the end of the day it doesn't really matter though I mean look you're talking you're going to pretend super okay they're going to fight for a while, and then Superman's gonna say, oh, pardon me, good sir, who can move as fast as I can allow me to fly to the sun and recoup my... Goku's, one, not going to let that happen, and two, that opening gives Goku every opportunity to go get Kryptonite. So why would he even allow for this to happen? That is, okay, Superman, you go ahead and get out of the fight. That sounds like battlefield removal. That sounds like walking... At that point, when Superman flies to the sun to regenerate himself, Goku could walk away safely. And that's the point of these fights, isn't it, James? So you could talk about all your nonsense ascended forms... Uh, 800 uh, octillion nonsense. The truth of the matter is Goku is the better fighter. He's equal in power. In fact, higher level because he goes to God and Super Saiyan Godlike forms. And if Superman punches, 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 heat breath doesn't work. I got to fly to the sun. To re- this is a character who's already been defeated. I'm ready for a verdict.
0: Here's the deal. Are you So yeah, yeah, he'll fly to the sun in seconds come back. I wonder how long does it take for Goku to form a spirit bomb?
1: I've never brought up Spirit Bomb at all because I didn't think it was an appropriate attack for Fair this enough. battle. So how, how long does it take to power up? It takes far too
0: long. That's why I never That's even right. bothered. That's how long does it take him to power up? Listen, it, he, he <laughs> you could go... Watch One Punch Man in its entirety. Come back and Goku, unfortunately, will still be trying to figure out how to power up to Ultra. Listen, we'll all stick around for the battle and watch it, but it takes me a while. Look, we've gone back and forth. We can't do this any longer, Zach. This is up to you. Use your wisdom. I could. I could do five more points. Use your intelligence. Use the the awesomeness that is Zach and tell us who won this battle. Take us through your process and tell us who finally won the ultimate versus matchup of all time.
3: Okay, so. We've got, we've, we talked a lot about speed. We talked a lot about heat. We talked a lot about strength and durability where I started to, the ball really got rolling for me when I, when I heard God, because frankly, Superman is not a God, um, based on what I've heard today. Also the telepathy thing that really started to get my brain turning. Now the sun bit about charging up, I started to think, well, yeah, if Superman can ascend, then we're back on the evil, you know, even playing fields. And we're going back to whose brain to brawn ratio is, you know, the best. Um, But I think ultimately Goku being able to turn it on and off his ability to ascend like a light switch ray is what you said, I think. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, being able to. Yeah. If Superman goes to this on. Yeah. He does have time to get kryptonite, you know, and then that whole thing where he's done his effectively like, you know, search for kryptonite and found it and figured all this out. That all, you know, everything else becomes moot. So um, there has been a turnaround, and I think I'm going to go with Goku.
0: That's what I'm talking about. Unbelievable. The champion wins out. Zach, i got to take back everything I said about you. I'm calling (laughs) calling your agent, and uh, this is the second time in a row, Ray, where someone's like, hey, I know Superman does this thing. I'm going to say no to that. Or this time... You're saying what Goku... Did he, what, is,
1: what did he say no to? He said if you take... He did exactly what I said. He listened to the argument. And I know you hate it when judges listen, but you said he goes to the sun and that will give Goku enough time to go find kryptonite on the planet Earth. And I've proven it. And you've been defeated just like your Superman's been defeated by Doomsday and broken in half and turned into Superboy who gets beat by Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid. <sighs> James, I earned this one and I'm not even going to try to let you take it away from me.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Really, he'd figure out... Super. Okay, it's so interesting because, like, uh, um, Goku's kryptonite is uh, food, sandwiches. He gets hungry all the time. So I wonder which one's going to figure that one out fast. Um, Weirdly enough, that's my kryptonite, too. I'm going to leave this one. Zach, no offense to you because you're awesome, but I'm going to have to take (laughs) the victory away from you. And, Ray, I'm going to leave this one up to the fans. I'm going to let the fans decide.
1: That's not how this show works. And the fans agree with me because I spit hot fire. This is maybe the best I've ever done in a battle. And you're welcome, people at home.
0: Unbelievable. Oh my God. Zach, uh, and all joking aside, you are awesome. I love the fact that you were like kind of going back. I love the fact that you were saying, what is the intellectual side of this battle, which was really, <laughs> really cool. Um, it, it brought a lot of great stuff to it. I still think I won pretty easily, but Hey, this is why we love who would win. This is not to create the ultimate decision maker. This is to create, you know, it's a sport that lets us kind of compete. And I competed better today. Uh, with that being said, Zach, Tell everyone where they can find you. Tell everyone where they can uh, watch your stuff. uh, And just tell everyone where they can enjoy the awesomeness of,
3: of you. On September 30th, I'm. Uh, I just recorded a narrative podcast called The College Tapes. It's a. It's a spinoff of of the Bright Sessions, and it's uh, a really amazing story about a bunch of kids in college, some of whom are atypicals. You can learn more about that, and it's um. It's going to be premiering on Luminary starting September 30th, and the episodes will come out in real time. And I'm super psyched about it, and uh, it's an amazing series. So I, everybody go listen.
0: Everybody go listen. We will absolutely uh. You know, blast it out on our other social media channels and listen Love to it. it.
3: Subscribe. I'm on social media all my counselor uh at zach barrack so it's uh, a -A -A z-a-c-h-b-a-r-a-c-k and um yeah and just you know you can you can set an alert on netflix for when dead India comes out next year if you want already uh and uh i'm really really excited about the show i think it's gonna be amazing i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be a really different kinds of kind of kids show um that we we haven't seen before and i'm super excited to be part of it but i'm also so so glad you guys invited me this was like so much fun, I had no idea how much you guys were gonna go in on each other, and it was it was it was a blast. I, I hope I did all right.
0: Uh, you did actually. all will joke inside. You did great, and awesome. uh, you were a lot of fun for Greatest us. Greatest judge of all time. <laughs>
1: Greatest judge of all time, as far as I'm concerned. Thank
0: you. I I'm, I'm not. I think you overstate. You overthink Goku's ability to read minds and figure out how to find things. I mean, if he had the Dragon Balls, maybe. And I was worried that Ray was gonna bring that up, but okay. Uh, but with that being said, you are awesome. Anytime. time, we'd love to have you back on the show. And, of course, uh, I already set my alert for uh, um, uh, your show on Netflix, by the way. I can't wait to see it. Ray, I'm going to say that you stole this win. I don't agree with it. Mm. I can't wait to hear what the fans have to say. But um, you did. I, do, I will say that you did Horribly putting together the dots of Goku reading minds to figure out kryptonite and then having time to find it during the battle. That was an interesting strategy. My hat is off. To, well, you're uh, the
1: one who took Superman off the battlefield. So, I mean, hey, you did this one to yourself. Oh, unbelievable. Ray, go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you. Before we even talk about that, let's first off take a moment to just celebrate me, because I am great. <laughs> I brought it in a way that maybe uh, has not been seen since the Colosseum of ancient Roman times. <laughs> I I really brought a presence <laughs> and a force that uh, no no human being, uh, God bless you, James Gabzy, no human being was going to defeat me today with these great points that I put together. So let's, first off, party in the streets. Uh, Showdown September is over, folks. Five episodes. And Ray is the champion of Showdown September, 3-2, to two, hashtag winning streak, hashtag 3 Pete. hashtag Ray is right, hashtag didn't need to pretend that Goku could use Dragon Balls on himself in the middle of a battle, like a certain other person who argued Goku once on this show got away with, and I wanted to make a point to never bring up the Dragon Balls, because that's still salty with me.
0: Uh, Zach, we did uh, Goku versus Thanos, I repped Goku, by the way, and I oh, got wow. the win. Thanos, Ray said, "Well, let's just go ultimate forms. Let's bring the dragon. Let's bring the infinity gauntlet." And I said, "Fine, you do that. I'm going with Goku and the Dragon Balls." And uh, the judge, you know, executive VP Brent Pope gave me the win. You know, <laughs> uh,
1: I'm not even done yet, James, because that was such nonsense. Because I already said he snapped Goku out of existence, and James said, "Oh, from non-existence, he's going to use the Dragon Balls and wish himself <sighs> back." A thing that could never happen. It's one of the worst decisions in the show's history. You can find me on Twitter at Almighty Ray. Uh, you can also check out my other show, Knowing Is Half the Podcast. You know, we're doing a theme song throwdown challenge where we have a 32 song bracket of cartoon theme songs that we're going head to head with every single week right now to find out which 80s or 90s eh, around those time frames, eh, maybe a little beyond, uh, is going to win it. And I highly recommend you check out the show because that's fantastic. Almost as fantastic as my tremendous arguments because I deserve this win today. Deep
0: breath. Deep breath. We'll talk tomorrow, uh, Zach. And uh, we'll, we'll, Zach. When when everything lifts, I think I'd, I'd like to take you out for lunch sometime and sit you down and let's let's kind of play this out <laughs> a little bit so we can really understand this. Um, I this one am does the not.
1: Champion, my friend, oh. and I'll keep on fighting till the end. Boom, 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 boom.
3: Do you
0: want to reverse your decision based off that performance? I mean, that's not I'm getting, unheard. Of. I'm,
3: it's getting close. I, you know, I wasn't expecting this level of. Uh... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) from any Uh, human really frankly you know what
0: here's here's the thing i got to pull back the curtain i love that expression i got from race to canis you know win or lose i love these battles i love these battles and i love goku so much he's a great character been you know it's like a family member when you know my son grew up watching goku with me and it was so cool i still kind of think i won this one a little bit because uh, my, my one of my favorite characters of all time still won this battle so uh i'm good Either way, I'm really good. Thanks, Ray. Um, With that being... Hey, you're welcome. I'll enjoy the trophy. Fair enough. Can't we're pay. in we're in 100% anything Thanks, Zach does we are in that's because he is now considered royalty within the Who Would Win show <laughs> just saying <laughs> that it's, it's just how it is even if he doesn't give me the win I should have gotten he's still royalty with that being said you can find me on Twitter Instagram Facebook uh, look up at James Gabsey. remember to join the official Who Would Win Facebook group to make a suggestion for a matchup for the show and to be part of our growing community you can also find us on Instagram at Who Would Win Show and don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts Spotify and wherever else you go for your podcast. And check out the Who Would Win website at www.whowouldwinshow.com to access all of our past ep- podcast episodes. On behalf of myself, Race Stekanis, and the rest of the amazing Who Would Win team, thank you once again for listening to another episode of Who Would Win. We'll see you next time. Ghostbusters? You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. Guttingthesacredcow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films. Hey, gang. I hope you enjoyed this episode and love listening to the show as much as we enjoyed making it. Quick reminder that you can support us by going to patreon.com slash Show right now. Okay, got to prepare for next week's episode. Hope the rest of your day is full of wins.